You're listening to UCC 98.3 FM. It's 1pm and this is the first episode of LGBT. So my name's Kyle. I'm originally from Cork. I'm 20 years old and I'm joined today by my wonderful friend Fiona. Fiona, say hi. Hi, I'm Fiona. I'm 21 and I'm originally from Cork. Um, I'm doing Arts International at UCC and I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, so this show is just going to be us just chit-chatting about like anything queer related, queer news. We're going to play some queer songs either adored or loved by the queer community and yeah we're just gonna chit chat about you know anything that we feel so the first thing it seems fitting considering that this show is gonna be focusing on like the queer community is to talk about obviously the events that happened in court the last few weeks in terms of chambers readings group and drag performers so I'm just gonna kind of break down kind of what happened just for anyone that like maybe missed out on some stuff or like isn't like fully aware of the story so I just have a few things written down so what basically happened is a few weeks ago when it was freshers, Chambers decided to rebrand into a straight nightclub called Sinners. Um, they took down all their basically gay-related bunting, all the signs, all the photos, and even like reposted the front of the bear, like two sinners. So did not tell any of the performers, like the drag performers, such as Crystal Queer, that their performance is going to be cancelled for the next weeks and for this kind of seemed like the straw that broke the comments back in terms of the treatment that the Queen's been getting performing in chambers. So they all left. Uh, and Instagram was posted publicly, signed by all the performers, saying that they no longer want to associate with Raiden's group, that they don't agree to behaviour and that they're done performing there. Um, to this day, Raiden's group are still yet to say a statement on any of this, which is... That's uh, literally uh, the worst part of it. Like. It's actually quite bizarre, especially because, yeah. you know, this is the only gay venue that Cork has. Like, and they it, say it on their Instagram as well. Like It's... The only place, you know, some people don't feel safe going into a more kind of straight environment because they feel like they can't be themselves. So it is quite disappointing. You know, it's been 17 years and... It's a fact as well, like after freshers, they just put up the bunting as if... Exactly. So there was a protest, a very peaceful protest done on the courthouse steps where over 500 LGBTQ members showed up um, to display support for everybody. Um, There's no alcohol involved. There was no screaming, no shouting. Very peaceful, very respectful, really. Just to show support for the community, which I thought was great. Um... After this, Chambers did, as you said, put back up all their decorations, trying to make, you know, say that everything's okay when really it isn't. So, you know, the Queens came out, they said, look, it doesn't matter. The damage is done. We don't want to perform here anymore, which I personally think is fair. Like, you know, the damage is done when they did in the first place. Yeah. Especially like the amount of Queens that have been there for like years and years. Yeah. It's just such a slap in the face. 100%. In my opinion, yeah. Definitely. Um, so now the Queens are, you know, trying out a new venues. Um, the first performance was in the Oyster Tavern last week, uh, two weeks ago, actually. And they were in the PAV on Sunday. Um, they're charging only about 10 euro for a ticket. And yeah. it's all going to, you know, kind of raise and support. If anybody's looking to open up a business, now yeah. is your time. They have a GoFundMe as well, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of them are just out of an income. Like that's their yeah. full-time work. That's their job. So a really stressful time but it's also nice to see like how strong the queer community is in Cork that like yeah. everybody's sticking together everybody's on the same page on the right page yeah. which is you know the only page the only page which is you know value the performers and put yeah. the performers first mm-hmm. um, obviously I do miss having a gay venue to go to me and Fiona loved a good night oh, in chambers oh a good boogie <laughs> it's all we want and it's great and like I would love to see another you know gay nightclub a gay bar something like yeah. that in Cork because like Cork is a really queer city, and I think. I know. It's like one of the biggest cities in Ireland. Like it's such yeah. a shame, especially for like incoming freshman students who are excited to come. And like, yeah, I was only thinking that you know a lot of people might have moved somewhere like Cork 
because you know it's more queer than let's say if they're to go to like somewhere in the Midlands that like there's more of like a space for them yeah and they might not even get to experience that now I know hopefully something will come soon though because uh, yeah look Chambers was fun but cancel now can't, you can't can't deal with that behavior no. you know they need to be respected and you know given the same rights that all workers are because exactly. at the end of the day like they're working for you yeah and they deserve in my opinion a bit more respect but mm. nevertheless there's still events going on if you follow any of the queens on instagram you can see where the next event is that you can go to um they're always selling it they always look like yeah. a blast i actually haven't been to one yet but i really really want to go there's an instagram page as well isn't there yeah like updating um but i really really want to go to one um all my friends obviously have been and it looks absolutely gas there's no night out unless you're going out with some queens like that's just the way it is exactly so coming up next we're just going to play a few songs the next one's going to be Heart to Break by Kim Petras
voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? UCC 98.3 FM. back i was just saying to fiona i haven't heard that song in so long such a banger such a bop like such a bop like i, I love when that happens though you know when you haven't heard a song in so long and, and comes, then someone plays it and you're like oh, yeah. it like comes back and like brings back everything like wait a minute like let me yeah. add this to my new playlist like right yeah now. you were just saying like later on you're gonna listen no to no it like when i come out here like that's the first thing i'm putting back on i'm gonna be like <laughs> sweet dreams <laughs> Um, so we're actually going to talk about, Fiona hasn't heard about it yet, but Paul Mescal is staying in a new film. It's called All of Strangers. The trailer's out now and he's with Andrew Scott. And there are two gay lovers in the film. So 
the director, um, Andrew Haig, said that he didn't actually cast either of them based on them being queer. He actually cast both of them because they had like really good chemistry together. Yeah, but they're he, talent. Like. Yeah, so Paul Mescal isn't queer or doesn't identify at least and Andrew Scott is. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wanted Andrew Scott because he gave like a certain type of like, he's like kind of like, um, like this generation of kind of queer, which I don't really know what that means, but yeah. I'm guessing someone maybe just a bit more kind of like younger, a bit more, yeah. you know, Gen Z, yeah. if that's kind of the vibe. Um, but a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on whether or not um, heterosexual actors should be cast in queer roles. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about it? I don't know. I think it's like, see, I can't really speak. Yeah. For, uh, but I know like there's so many queer actors out there that like it could have easily, they could have, made like more connection with someone who actually identifies but yeah I don't know I'm kind of like I'm not sure really like I think like if this was like 20 years ago I would have been like no like because there wasn't enough roles for queer people that I would have been like no like if there is a queer role like I should go to a queer person but I feel like now that it's like a bit more like uh, you do see a lot of queer people that can play straight roles yeah. and then, was there like controversy over it or um not really but that's kind of what I find interesting is that like have we kind of moved into a time now where like people can just kind of play whoever yeah i don't know if you i don't know if you've seen have you seen pose before no um it's a really really good tv show um focuses a lot on um transgender women and stuff and it's like it's really really good you should really watch it but two of the main girls from the show were doing an interview and they were like um i don't know how to say but like uh, cis women shouldn't take transgender roles in tv shows because they were like there's not a lot of them and we don't get as much work based on that but they're also saying they're like it's not fair that, like, they can't get cast in those cis roles because, like, they want to not only be able to tell, like, their story, but, like, also, like, other stories. Yeah. You know, like, not every story has to just be about, like, that one factor themselves. Like, there's so much more, like, yeah. you know, like, about, like, their love life, about their, like, family, yeah. like, about literally anything. Like, there's so much more that they can do. So I do feel kind of, like, fortunate in the sense I feel like, um, like, gay men and women have, like, a little bit more of that where I feel like they get to tell, like, kind of more stories. So if that kind of happens for everyone, like, I'm... Not too pushed about it. Apparently, he's getting a bit of an Oscar nod, so could yeah, be good, could be good for Paul. But um, I still think. Did you more, love Paul? I do love Paul. Yeah. Like I actually, I actually never saw normal people. Did you not? I did it. I did it. Don't cancel me. I didn't. Oh I never gosh. saw. I know. I know. It was really good. Was it though? Yeah. Like I've seen like clips in my TikTok, but well, see, I never actually read the book, so I can't <laughs> say anything. But I like I. I kind of thought that I was the one that like discovered normal people because really? like I think it was like when I watched it I was kind of like oh this is a good TV show yeah but then it wasn't until I like went online that I was like oh everyone's actually seen it's this it's when like I think it was Khloe Kardashian like tweeted about it like, it that's, was that's when you know good, like yeah. that's when you know like it's gone big I think I enjoyed it as well just because there's actually not a lot of TV shows within like Ireland like a better yeah. Ireland, like, it was like ba- like based on like Trinity College that I'm like. I think you can like relate to things more. If I saw like the first episode, um, but during COVID, I just went on my phone all the time. So I just yeah. like was never bothered. But like, I love that it was in like an Irish secondary school. I think the thing is during COVID, like people just got like attached to things people, very quickly. People were really into it. Yeah. Like, really into I think it. if it had come out, let's say this year, there might not have been as much hype about it. Yeah, but also, like, when you're stuck at home, like, you know, eventually you're going to throw an RT just to see what's going on. And he's a hottie as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, let's call it what it is. Stuck at home. Stuck at home. But I did love that it was, like, so Irish, but it wasn't, like, do you know, like... It was, like, stereotypical Irish. Yeah, it was, like, real. Like, they're just, like, in a secondary school in, like, a uniform that, like, me and you would have worn. Yeah, literally. It felt, like, really relatable. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when we watch, like, kind of like American stuff it's like they're in like high school they wear like their own clothes like they have like 10,000 extracurriculars after school like that's not what we did like we had like mats grounds yeah <laughs> <laughs> do 
Do you know what I mean, though? It was, like, a very, like... But I am excited to see it because, like, apparently it has, like, really, really good reviews the movie. Have you um, seen the trailer? I did watch the trailer. It does look good, to be fair. Is it based in, like, America? Um, or? It's based off um, a Japanese novel, actually. Like, oh. that's what, like, the movie's based off of. But it's kind of, like, translated into more kind of, like, Americanized. But, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's based off a novel called Strangers from 1987 fun fact I think it'd be interesting like once it comes out I'll definitely watch it yeah no, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it honestly because like Paul Meskel's in it so. yeah. <laughs> but then again I didn't watch normal people so maybe so true but you see like the TikTok I've seen I've seen what I needed to see yeah you saw enough <laughs> I think I've seen plenty um, I was going to say and another thing we want to talk about actually is Drag Race UK season 5 yeah. is coming out um, this Thursday is the first episode if anyone wants to tune in fun fact about Kyle I knew I knew you were going to bring this up is that I knew you were going to bring I this up I introduced him to Drag Race and at <sighs> the start he had no time for it he was like I don't want to watch this <laughs> he's like a mega fan now like, he knows more than me and I was the one that introduced okay, him okay but context you met me at a weird time in my yeah, life you so met me true. when I was like you know I'm just creeping out of the closet oh, like creep. just, like, just like dipping, dipping my toes toe, dipping yeah. my toes um, but you're because I know that at one point at least five of us were using your your <laughs> Drag Race account to watch Drag Race. I paid like five euro a month for this account, okay? But it doesn't work like Netflix where like only so many people can watch it. So like a good nine of my friends have oh, yeah. my like password and email to that account. So anytime I try to watch anything, my continue watching is like every All single episode place. of like the whole, like every Drag Race ever. It's so funny. But Drag Race UK 5, you were saying that there's... Yeah, like... Drag Race UK, UK, right? United Kingdom. And I think they're also trying to include Republic of Ireland now, which is great yeah. for Irish queens. But um, every single queen on that's cast this season is only from England. Yeah. Which I find kind of weird in a sense that like, you know, there, in five seasons, there's only been two Irish queens. Yeah. Five seasons. Five like, seasons, yeah. That's, and it's not like there's like a lockage of queens around. absolutely not. Like yeah. I can name five off the top of my head that I think are going to right now. Yeah. And it's like, Miss Elvisage should come out and say, she was like, oh, like basically kind of saying that like, it's not the show's fault. Like it's the queen's fault. Being like, mm. you know, if there was more audition tapes or if they were like up to the same quality. And that's when I was kind of like, you know, like I've seen on the show or like even like I've seen like Instagrams of the English queens that do get on it and they are amazing, but... For me personally, I think the Irish queens are just as good. Oh, yeah. Like, no question about it. And they bring the drama as well. They bring the drama. Like, yeah. you need an Irish queen. Scottish queens as well and Welsh queens. Like, there's none even cast at all. So, I'm like, you know, is it Drag Race England or is it Drag Race UK? Literally. That's just, like, kind of where I'm at. That being said, I will 100% be watching. Yeah. As much as I would love to see, like, Irish representation in, like, Wales and Scotland, like, I will be watching it. Oh, like, there's no chance I'm going to be missing it. Are you going to get your way with back? I'm... <laughs> I don't have my wear accounts anymore, but I think I'm going to have to... You're going to have to bring it back I'm going to have to resubscribe because everyone's going to text me asking where it is. <laughs> but um, You need to keep the people happy. To be fair, I'm a massive Drag Race fan. Like, I love yeah. it. But it's just so funny because, like, let's say a year ago, like, you had, had no, idea. no time for it. And I, now you know, like, every name. Like, like, if someone stand. if someone needs, like, a fun fact, like, I am your guy. Yeah. Like, don't even worry. Yeah. But, like, I obviously have my favourite queens, you know, Valentina, Alyssa Edwards. Like, they're my girls. Like, yeah. oh, who are your favourites, actually, off the top of your head? I like Candy Muse. Even really? though she is so problematic that I'm, like, she does bring so much Do you know what I love about Candy Muse? Have you seen her blush? Crazy. Her blush? Like, no joke. Um, If you can Google a photo of Candy Muse, like, do, because her blush goes from, like, her nose all the way up to like her ear. Yeah. And it is like thick, but I love it. I think it looks so pretty. Also, if you haven't seen 
go watch her um, video of No More Wire Hangers. It's, <laughs> it's great. For anyone that does see Drag Race, um, they do like a musical. So it's like a RuPaul musical of like some sort of topic. And there's one about Joan Crawford and the part that Candy Muse did. Um, me and Fiona, Iconic. Me and Fiona have listened to that. Like I'd say no joke, like five times a day. It's going to be on the Spotify raft. Like, you know what? 100%. I might have to play it, honestly, because like the people need <laughs> I wonder, to, could you? I will. Like it's, oh, it's so fun. Like it it's just so fun. Um, but I'm really excited to see it. Um, unfortunately, has in the UK, there's actually been a lot of like drag hostility. Um, one of the previous winners, the Vivian, was actually um, attacked a few months ago outside of McDonald's Gosh. in England. Yeah, and another queen who was on last season, Pixie Play, was starting to be bottles last month. So, like, it's kind of weird that like the further we're going along, like the more worse it seems to be getting for drag queens like in the US yeah. like it's crazy at the moment like there's something like this year alone there's been over like 350 anti-trans or anti-drag laws. it's like you think you're making progress and then and then like all of a sudden just, you're just like nah numb. like I don't know I'm, I'm just it's like hope- one step forward two steps back exactly that's just kind of where it is at the moment but like hopefully things are going to change and people are going to see that drag is just really like celebration and love yeah so the next song I'm going to play is something that I really want to hear lip synced on Jack Race because okay. I was thinking about that last night. So we're going to play Dance Tonight by Dooley Fa. Shakes in your bed. 
Turkic, Nohawk Pointer Tree FM. I buy my daughter expensive designer clothes. But in the closet, I saw it and I just froze that twisted piece of metal staring right at me. Christina, darling, are you trying to kill me?
to UCC 98.3 FM. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed our little Jack Grace eleganza there. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a little bit of love from UK season two, my personal favourite, if anybody was wondering. And of course, Candy Muse with No More Wire Hangers. And pivotal in our society. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, But we were actually just talking about in terms of drag, we thought a really good thing to bring up would actually be Electric Picnic. So for anybody who went or anyone who doesn't know what EP is, Electric Picnic is probably... The biggest festival in oh, Ireland. It is, yeah. it is. Like, um, it's in the middle of nowhere, in mm-hmm. the middle of Leash and Straw Valley. And it's normally on kind of like the August, um, like the end of August kind of weekend. But we were just kind of talking about how it's kind of interesting that like, although it kind of was in like the Midlands and like, it's also quite big. So there's a lot of people there. Like, I actually felt quite safe there, like the yeah, whole time. Like, so did I. I dress quite queer on, well, on the days that I'm feeling, you know, I love a bit of glitter, I love a crop top, like... Yeah. Feeling my fantasy. So I actually felt really safe as well. There was so much like, like stands around and there was like loads of um, security and like volunteers, like helping everyone. So yeah, no, I was quite good. And like, they actually had a lot of um, queer events as well, which was really fun. And the first night we didn't really know where we were going. Cause it's, we, yeah, we went to one place and it was like dead. dead. So, so dead. we kind of kept walking and we saw like a sign and it was called mother. And it was honestly Probably like one of my favorite moments when I actually worked there. It was so fun, like because like, I think it was the fact that we stumbled across it as well. Like, yeah, if we weren't planning on going, like I'm surprised we found it. You know, yeah, and like I, for anyone that hasn't been, like, or if you've been, you know, like Electric Picnic is huge. It's so big. Like yeah. it's it's hard to find your way around, and especially when Fiona doesn't have a phone and there's only two of us, it's a bit more challenging to it get is. places. It is. But um, it's really, really big. So like trying to find anything is like going to take time. So the yeah. fact we even like stumbled across it was Mother so was, fun. if you're going next year, I'd recommend it like, was really fun. Mother was mothering. Yes. Like, mothering. It was so, so, so much fun. Like yeah. it had like loads of different performers. Like everybody was dressed up so queer. Like it was such like a little safe space. But it, like safe space in the sense like everyone else was safe. But it yeah. just felt very like community. I felt like at Electric Picnic though, like, I don't know, was it just because it was like a festival and like the weather was really good as well, but like everyone was like really good to each other. Like yeah. it kind of felt like one, just like one big group of friends there. I kind of felt like that though, because I feel like if you're going on like just a night out in like your local town or like city or whatever, like people like not people that can people be like, hostile. Yeah, you know? people like a lot of people just don't really have an interest in talking to like someone that's like outside their group. Yeah. But I feel like in a festival setting, people go with like a more open mind. Yeah, it was like I just thought that everyone, everyone that I talked to was so nice. Like, Everyone was just there for like a good vibe, especially I in Mother. I just like everyone was like one big group, like dancing, like everyone singing along to each other. I think the the queens are amazing. It was so good, so amazing, and like you know they played they played all the right music. Yeah, that's they did. all I'm gonna say. It was they, such. I'm glad that we went on the Friday as well because it set the tone for like the whole weekend, the rest of the weekend. Definitely. Yeah. Like if I was going again, like I would 100 percent go back to it. Yeah. And I think there was. I saw on Instagram there actually was another um, queer event that we didn't see somewhere called Fishtown. Oh. Apparently. Um, because a drag queen that I follow on Instagram had performed there, but I wish I saw that because yeah. we didn't go. But maybe for next year. You know, like one of my friends' uh, mums went every single day. Like the three nights she was at Mother. Really? Yeah. Mother. Mother. Mother at, at mother. mother. I love it. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it was so. It was really good. I'd recommend next year for anyone. I'll be I, going back there anyway. I d- <laughs> we will be going back. <laughs> like there is no if buts or maybe. They changed it this year though because I think because of Coldplay. Oh, really? They changed the weekend. So instead oh, of yeah, like. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like a lot earlier. Yeah. 
So hopefully well, the weather's good again because the weather made it for me. The, oh, the weather was like, I oh, no, don't no. do the rain. Oh, neither do I. I Especially camping. We Camping in the rain. Both of us don't camp. No, no. Like at the we're end of the day, like, we're two princesses. Oh, yeah. So if Glamping would be something I consider. I, w- I would do a bit of glamping. Yeah. I, w- I like a bit of luxury in my life. The only thing it was, though, was that like camping like was kind of half the fun of it. Yeah, it, it is and it isn't. Like for context, when we were going up to Electric Picnic, my car actually broke down oh. on the road, like in yeah. the middle of the motorway on the way up with like everything inside. Oh, like, we... To say we didn't pack light oh, like, is an understatement. Because we had both not been to EP, so we kind of forgot in terms of like having to and carry I on ourselves. And I checked the weather, and I knew that the weather was going to be sunny, but I was bringing rain jacket, multiple jumpers. Like, I was like, in case of any weather you event. You packed, like, your entire... Like, if Fiona went on Erasmus and brought less stuff on her Erasmus than she did to EP, I tell... I can't... I'm not making this up, like bags and I think it's the fact that we thought we would have the car yeah I was like it's fine because we have the car we were maybe like 30 minutes outside of Cork City yeah car clutch gone clutch my precious precious by the way very expensive clutch gone Gone. broke down recovery truck recovery truck breaks down with my car on it I think we honestly need to shout out Kyle's friend Zach because he oh, saved our lives that day. He drove us up to Leash um, at like 7pm after two vehicle breakdowns. So big, no. big shout out to him. What an ally. We what love you. <laughs> we love you, Zach. <laughs> Thank you for saving our weekends. But if you're going to EP, pack the bare minimum. Oh, yeah. If Like, I think since it was my first electric picnic, like, I do it so differently next time. Like, oh, pack me too. what you need. Like, the only thing you should be packing more of is like socks and underwear. Yeah, literally. But, like, everything else, like... Three efforts because you're not going to But I brought like two blow mattresses and we didn't use them. No. Like a yoga mat is more than enough. Or like even just like, it's just everything. Like I brought like jackets, like you don't need three jackets. Like it, like you think it's going to be a fashion contest until you're really tired. Yeah, because I brought like multiple outfit choices as well, thinking that I was going to like style. Like by the day three, I was wearing shorts. And oh yeah, like, you just retreat to like whatever is comfortable because yeah. like, you know, it's a long weekend. Like you're, you're putting up a battle to get through yeah, it. Yeah, I think you forget that you actually have to do the camping side of it. Yeah, and like, you know, the showers are questionable, the bathrooms are questionable. questionable so just like, yeah. you know, bring like hygienic necessities, but like leave every all the other bits at home because you're not going to need it and you yeah. don't want to carry it. Oh, and you do not. You do not want to carry you it. You don't want to do that well. So I think that's us wrapped up for today. Um, Fiona, thank you so much for coming on. I had thanks a great time with me. you. And we're just going to play a few more tunes for the next show. So thanks for tuning in. Bye.